And this is the first fairy fi- the first fairy fail fix. It's the, the first, first fairy fail. <laughs> it's the first <laughs> the fairy new fail year. of the new year. It's a new show <laughs> about fairy failure failing. <laughs> Welcome back, gentle listeners, once again, to Fairy Tale Fix. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> I'm Kelsey. I'm Abby. <laughs> what is this show about? I don't know. Anyway, it's 2022. Happy 2022. Uh, we're not going to say it's our year because... It's all of our year, right? <laughs> it's, it's this one. This year, for sure, will be all of our year. Yeah. Probably knock on woods, or that that really will be a fairy fail. Mm-hmm. We really yeah. hope you had a wonderful new year. We hope it was safe and fun and filled with whatever you wanted to actually be doing. Yes, 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 indeed. That's what that's what we really should all be doing this year uh, in twenty twenty two is what we actually want to be doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, what I actually wanted to be doing on New Year's isn't what I actually did. But given what my options were. <laughs> Given what my options were, it was it was uh, what I wanted to do out of the choices I had. What'd you do? I stayed stayed alone inside. Yep, with That's- just my just my <laughs> partner and drank champagne and fell asleep at like eleven. Gosh, that sounds like what I wanted to do. Because I don't know, that sounded great. I had a really busy <laughs> holiday season, so like New Year's, I'm glad that. It was chill and quiet, and mm-hmm. and I spent a week doing nothing. It was There's, wonderful. That does sound it. Do, it that did sound incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, super jealous. I highly, I highly esteem that. I think we should. I think you should do that every year. The yep. last week of the year should be a time for doing nothing at all. Like so, uh, for Christmas, Adam gave me a heated blanket. <laughs> and socks Mm. and all the things that are hygge and wonderful and i just like laid on my couch in my heater blanket i watched the witcher that was of course excellent i'm so fine choice mad there were only eight episodes i know it should have been longer Uh, quick warning we are going to discuss spoilers for the witcher oh yeah (laughs) season two (laughs) we'll put a show note in it (laughs) Somewhere in the show notes about the times that you can skip if you don't want spoilers for The Witcher. Fast forward if you don't want that. Yeah, if you haven't seen The Witcher yet, stop this. Go finish it. Go finish it, and then it's so good. But also Uh, so so short. So short. Uh, Yaskier got his apology. Yes, which I know is what you wanted. Oh, that's all I wanted. Honestly, (laughs) he deserved that apology. You know, but there wasn't enough Yaskier in it. He's my favorite yeah. character of all time. And then, 
they didn't seem to know what to do with him in the last episode. He just kind of like <laughs> rolled around under tables and and said quippy things. He was and the then, comedic and, relief. And then <laughs> perfect. ate something out of a bowl in the Witcher laboratory like a fool. Like a yep. fool. I was expecting something terrible to happen to him because he was just like, <laughs> Yennefer is like grinding up like unknown concoctions to make some kind of poison. And he's... <laughs> eating stuff out of a bowl of leaves that was just sitting around. Oh, yes, gear. You know, my favorite thing actually about this season, it's not always it's never like the story arc. It's just mm-hmm. the the characters interacting with each other. And I really yeah. loved Yasgir and Yennefer becoming frenemies. <gasps> I know. <laughs> they're I so cute. That. As soon as they started running around together, I was like, yes, they're gonna be friends. They're gonna be best friends. Best friends. <laughs> I, I best, love that for best frenemies them. ever. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that for them. Absolutely. I thought that was, I thought that was so cool that it actually gave them a little time to bond. Um, yeah. It was really cute and just so much fun. You know, I was really weirded out by Jennifer not having her super dark eyeshadow the whole time. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, you know, cause she was a, a scraggly babe that's on the run for most of the most yep. of season two. There's not a lot of time to put on her makeup and get that right. All right. <laughs> I was like, wow, she looks so different without like just all black eyes. Like, yes. Like, which made her eyes look a little less purple. Yeah. That didn't true. have the dramatic backdrop of all of that uh, black eyeshadow. Oh but- my gosh. And Siri was just adorable all season. Like, she's so kick ass. I mm-hmm. love the actress that plays her. Like, yes. Yeah. She was wonderful. She did a She's great very job. cute. And and she and she and Geralt have like great chemistry and mm-hmm. great uh I loved I loved that they actually got to I I love that they actually were together in yeah. this season and not I'm glad as much as I enjoyed season 1, I'm glad that it wasn't three separate timelines. <laughs> I heard wasn't it like um confusing. some guy making fun of Yaskier's song and he's like <laughs> he's like oh, the timelines are really show, confusing. <laughs> I loved that as a joke for uh, all of the writers who saw all the commentary on The Witcher season one. And they're mm-hmm. like, oh, if you're so fucking smart, you write a show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry it was confusing for you, which it was really confusing. It, yeah. Um, it pro was, tip, but it was if good. you ever get confused, I actually learned this from Abby. If you ever get confused by a show like that, like, you know, Game of Thrones, The Witcher, um, Entertainment Weekly writes these like little snippets, yeah. like a show recap. And they tell you all the important stuff that you were supposed to catch. Yep. They'll give you an episode by episode recap so that you don't miss important details while you're busy uh, mm-hmm. admiring a Henry Cavill in his <laughs> incredibly cool looking armor. It was distracting. He looks his incredible. Ex- his extremely <laughs> thick thighs. <laughs> oh, those thighs. So good. I mean, so that whole show is just filled with the most beautiful people. I know. They're all so gorgeous. Oh, my oh. gosh. I love Daddy Witcher. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, Vesemir? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I really I really enjoyed him. I thought he was really good. I thought that all of... I'm so this is a this is actually a spoiler. We've been doing very light spoilers up until now, but this is actually a spoiler. I uh really hated that all of like most of the witchers die. I know that was really sad. Um, I was really worried episode. that they were all going to die. Like I genuinely thought that was going to happen and I was like, well, "Aw." If they're trying to cuz like this season was sort of trying to line up 
so that we can begin the story of like with the Witcher three, the game Mm -hmm. in the next season. So I knew that there were only like four witchers left alive during, during the Witcher three game. So I kind of like, figure that that they were all toast the only thing that kind of like and this this was just this is just something i noticed it it, it doesn't necessarily ruin the show for me or anything but i did notice that all of the that that all of the survivors were the white men and one very light-skinned black guy and that all of the dark all of the darker skinned uh black men were the ones who got killed first so the witcher should do better colorism is bad Mm -hmm. uh yeah, that's <laughs> ain't that the that way. <laughs> is, that, is, that is something I noticed that I didn't care for. Yeah, uh, that sucks. But the rest Big of gym. it was super fun. Like I, I loved the Baba Yaga stuff. Oh obviously. yeah, it had. I can't so believe much we Baba haven't Yaga. talked about that yet. The deathless yeah. mother, right? The deathless mother of like the endless forests or whatever. Um. um. And they actually had to do the little the little rhyme that uh, appears in Russian folk tales, where they say like, you know, turn your back to the woods, hut hut, and your front to me. Yeah, and- Maria on our Discord channel was saying that this was kind of the Polish version of that. Mm-hmm. Which I didn't know there was a Polish Baba Yaga. <laughs> I think Baba Yaga has made her way into a lot of different, yeah, uh, a lot of different mythologies. Um, like she just she just kind of shows up in a, in a uh, bunch of cool stuff and the, and the Witcher books it. are they're based in Polish mythology but a lot of that is just kind of like Slavic mythology in general. Okay, I haven't read any of the Witcher books or played okay. the games. So <laughs> the, the Witcher Three is an incredible game, and I liked it. Yeah. I liked it very much. But you'll get you're gonna get kind of the same story from season three of the witcher i think so. yeah isn't henry cavill like a huge like nerd that he's read all the books and played all the games and he takes it all really oh, seriously yeah. oh he's a giant nerd and he 100 percent copied like the the voice actor who does Geralt for the games mm-hmm. has a very distinctive growly sound and henry cavill 100 <laughs> percent copied what he, i love it what that voice actor did for the games so nice yeah, so good. I love, that, I love that he loves it so much. You can tell there's a lot of like love put into the show. Mm-hmm. And you that's, can. that's always fun. The people, yeah, the people who make it clearly really, really like it. And that makes me really happy. My only issue is I just, I want more. I want more episodes. I finished it so fast. I thought I was going to be spending that whole week that I had off. <laughs> well, not the whole week, obviously, but... Nope. Yeah, they go to, they go way too fast, but they pack fast. a lot in. Mm-hmm. They pack a lot into that time. What did you think about the reveal at the end uh, that uh, King Amir is series dead? Oh, um, I'm not gonna lie. I thought it was a little boring. <laughs> I mean, it was it was good. Like I'm excited for the next season. But like I said, I really don't watch that show so much for the story arc. Mm-hmm. I am a very, and this goes for most shows and things I watch. I'm a very monster of the week kind of gal. Yeah. <laughs> I, I prefer the one-off episodes that are more funny and just kind of for fun than I am about mm-hmm. the whole story arc. So I actually <laughs> wasn't a huge fan of like the entire thing. It it went on a little bit. I thought it dragged. I wanted more episodes like the, f- what was it? The first or second where he runs into his friend and they have to, f- 
defeat a oh yeah that was Yo, a cool fucking that was monster. a cool episode she was awesome and i was like mm-hmm. oh, i want more of that but they only make eight episodes so they couldn't really spend a lot of time on that there's less time for monster of the week and that's what i like i my favorite monster from this season was definitely the uh the tree like the the was it called an esh eshel aleshi aleshi mm-hmm fucking awesome yeah carnivorous trees are will never not be my favorite spooky thing what was the girl monster called i want to look that up because that was she was so creepy mm-hmm. she was like some kind of vampire wasn't a she striga sure oh yeah it's in it's a polish polish monster a woman transformed into a monster by a curse okay yeah it's on witcher wiki Witcher Wiki. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you say it Striga or Striga. I think he said Striga in the That's show. Fucking it was she was so good and so creepy. And I like how she was like watching Siri. Mm-hmm. Like she didn't look like she wanted to kill her. No, I no. She was a complicated monster. <laughs> she was a very complicated monster. And Geralt had a very uncomplicated uh solution to the oh, problem. Yeah, well, I think that <laughs> It seems like that was a necessary <laughs> decision since she killed the whole town. But yeah, uh, she can't she can't be allowed to live. But you know, <laughs> but it was really fun to watch, and I want more episodes like that. Putting it out there, Me too. anyway. And I really appreciated the depth, extra depth on Yennefer this oh this yeah season where she kind of learns has to learn how to cope just as herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I think that actress is so great, mm-hmm. and I love her character. I loved her. She was still kind of kick-ass, you know? hmm Yeah, well, that was my favorite part of, of just mm-hmm. all of the ways in which she is still an absolute bad bitch, even without her powers, mm-hmm. that this woman is crafty as fuck, and, will fig- mm-hmm. and she will figure it out. Uh, yep. as, as Yaskier said, that woman is so scary, and I... <laughs> That was such a good scene. I love her I so much. I love them together. I want more Yaskier and Yennefer have to work together. Yes, more Yaskier, more Yaskier and Yen team ups. I'm. I hope in season three we get a little, at least a little bit of like Yaskier, Geralt, and Yen all like being serious parents. Oh yeah! Oh my gosh! It was so sweet cute. Little like the little family, like <laughs> <laughs> little family scenes. Yeah, so cute. Because in the game, in the game, in The Witcher, in The Witcher Three, like Yennefer is very much like Ciri's mommy. Mm-hmm. Um, That's Ciri's also a lot younger, where she was like they actually raise her from like childhood and not as like a young teen. But I understand yeah. why they aged her up for the show. Yeah. Um, well, and they had to also because of COVID, so they like missed a whole year, right? Yeah, yeah. So she couldn't be quite as young. Yeah, I liked Siri and Yennefer together a lot, too. It was mm-hmm. fun. I I mean, the whole show is just really fun. So um, that's probably probably enough Witcher talk. <laughs> that's probably enough. That's <laughs> <laughs> but I thought it was great. But I think yes. most people are prepared for spoilers after the show's been out for... It will have been out for a little more than two weeks when this episode drops, but whatever, if you haven't watched it yet, shame on you. Um, you're probably not a huge, you're probably not a huge fan. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, go watch some fun Baba Yaga, uh, spooky Slavic mythology related stuff. And it'll be a good time. So wonderful.
There's so there were so many little fairy tale elements to that show that I really love. Even Yaskier, like talking to the mice. I don't know. Mm. It's just very very cute. Oh my god, him with his little mice chorus was so funny. Just being like, you two were a little pitchy. And the Nilf Guardian, <laughs> you two were a little pitchy. <laughs> um, the Nilf Guardian prisoner was with saying, the cheekbones. Like, you fight like fairies. And she, he's like, you would know you killed them all or whatever. I don't know. Oh, so it's just yeah. Like, there, I feel like there's so much more story to that that I want to hear too. Yeah. Well, they're coming out with elves. a um, elven, an elven prequel. Yeah, that uh, looks really cool. That looks so good. Starring Michelle Yeoh, who mm-hmm. I love. That looks amazing. Hopefully, maybe that'll, because like, I was surprised by how much I liked the elf, the elvish Nilfgaard, Nilfgaardian storyline. Yeah. Because I was like, well, this is a boring distraction from my beloved grumpy monster hunter dad mm-hmm. uh, and his adorable <laughs> traumatized monster hunter daughter story that I was enjoying so much. Yep. <laughs> but I actually, surprisingly, I liked I liked it a lot. I thought I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, it's fun. It's it's yeah. a good show. It is more, and that that guy has cheekbones for days. Yeah. <laughs> He's got all the cheekbones. He went around and he stole everyone else's cheekbones because his are so pronounced. (laughs) (laughs) That man has evil queen cheekbones and I love it. (laughs) Then we spent way too much time talking about The Witcher. Probably. Uh, Do you you have any New Year's resolutions? I know we talked about it a little bit on our bonus episode for Patreon. Yeah, uh, no new ones. No, no new ones for me. I, uh, I mean, you know, we talked on our Patreon episode about how well my last New Year's prediction went, which uh, for those of you who don't listen to our Patreon episodes, it was that instead of redoing my yard, I let it grow and grow and grow and grow until I got a, a, a fine from the city because my weeds are too high. And so that was what I did instead of like planting flowers on it which was my (laughs) new year's resolution from last year uh so i'm keeping it simple with my i will do one pull-up yeah that's a good resolution this year thank you i like it on that later (laughs) it'll be it'll be one pull-up with a a really thick resistance band maybe but i Mm -hmm. will i'll get it done still hard still still hard hard. (laughs) I'll make it happen. What about you? Uh, yeah, I just want to listen to more music this year, I think. Mm-hmm. I think just listening to more music, more new music that I haven't heard before. Yeah. I really that's feel like one. that's something I'll enjoy and something that's kind of easy. You know? Yeah. Said and, said and low. <laughs> said low a, well, no, I, I believe, I am a firm believer and a New Year's resolution should be an easy victory. Right? So that you feel good about yourself. Mm-hmm. And that gives you the confidence to go forth and do more things that are good for you. So set yeah. yourself an easy, an easy victory for your New Year's re- resolution. You deserve it. And you should tell us about it. You should give shoot us an email at uh, info at fairytale fix and tell us all about your New Year's resolutions because we would love to hear them and maybe uh, read them out loud on the pod. Oh, and by the way. Uh, We have a really exciting episode coming two weeks from now. So we have a couple of really exciting guests on next week's or not next week, but the week after episode. 
Uh, we have our friends from the podcast Ghosts in the Attic, Bodies in the Basement. Uh, Lindsay and Anna are going to come on the show and tell us a couple of, a couple of fairy tales. So yeah. definitely look out for that. We're really excited to have them on the show. It's going to mm-hmm. be a really fun episode. It's been a while since we've had guests, too. So we needed uh, some social interaction. <laughs> yeah. So if you haven't listened to Ghosts in the Attic, Bodies in the Basement, definitely do that. They are a really fun podcast. They talk about like ghosts and true crime. And sometimes they even talk about folk- folklore stuff. One of their last yeah. episodes was um, a little bit about Krampus. Good. Okay. Well, and then because that's good because we haven't recorded our episode with them yet, but they will definitely be doing a folklore focused podcast when we come on. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, check them out. So check them out. They're hilarious. They were adorable. And we had a mm-hmm. we had a good time giggling together. Yeah. So we're really excited for you guys to hear that one. For today, we're kicking the new year off with something super easy. We're doing randomized readings today. So Mm -hmm. no preparation necessary. So I am going to be reading a selection from Russian fairy tales today because The Witcher got me in the mood for Slavic folklore. Yes, absolutely. I have been hoping one of us would do a randomized reading from this book because I know (laughs) there's so much fun. There's so much fun. It's just the thing is that that book is that there's so many and not all of them are bangers that I've been reluctant to give it a try, but Mm -hmm. I'm sure we'll find a good one. And because there are so many stories in this one, I'm going to roll a percentage die. Ooh, okay, cool. And I will get a number between one and 100. 41. Kelsey, do you want me to read Salt or the Golden Slipper? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. You can't make me decide. (laughs) That's too much. I want to know what the Golden Slipper is about. So I'm going to read the Golden Slipper. Do that one. That's what I was thinking anyway. (laughs) It's too much pressure. Okay, um, so we get to, we both get to do predictions because it's a randomized reading. Neither of us have read this story. Here is my prediction for the Golden Slipper. The protagonist is a royal girl. I think she loses her Golden Slipper in the woods on some kind of adventure. The Golden Slippers <laughs> are magical. The Golden Slippers are magical. Okay, I love those. How long is this story? It's... Two, three-ish pages. Two, three-ish pages. Okay. So your predictions were the protagonist is a royal girl. She loses her golden slipper in the woods and the slippers are magical. Yes. Okay. I want to predict that there's an Ivan in the story. Okay. Love it. I want to predict that somebody's trying to impress the czar. I wanted to predict that somebody's going to say there's a Russian smell. Because that happens so much in that book. It does. It does happen a lot. (laughs) It always makes me laugh. But I think that usually only happens in their longer stories. So I'm going to predict that somebody dies a horrible death. Beautiful. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yay, I'm so excited. All right. uh, let's, Let's do it. The Golden Slipper, this is from Russian Fairy Tales by Alexander Afanasov. An old man and his old wife had two daughters. Promising start. Mm -hmm. Once the old man went to town and bought a fish for the elder sister and a fish for the younger sister. The elder sister ate her fish, but the younger one went to the well and said, Little mother fish, what shall I do with you? Do not eat me, said the fish, but put me into the water. I will be useful to you. 
The maiden dropped the fish into the well and went home. Wow, this is so much different than I thought it was going to be already. (laughs) (laughs) Now, of course, naturally, goddammit, the old woman had a great dislike for her younger daughter. Oh, no. (laughs) They always do. Yeah. She dressed the elder sister in her best clothes, made ready to take her to mass, and gave the younger one two measures of rye, ordering her to husk it before their return from church. I don't know. I'd rather husk rye than go to church. <laughs> I was going to say, it sounds like she dodged a bullet there. Yeah, it sounds like uh, the younger sister gets the better end of that deal. Mm-hmm. Personally. <laughs> <laughs> The young girl went to fetch water. She sat on the edge of the well and wept. She really wanted to go to church. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) The fish swam to the surface and asked her, Why do you weep, lovely maiden? How can I help weeping? Answered the maiden. My mother has dressed my sister in her best clothes and gone with her to mass, but she left me home and ordered me to husk two measures of rye before her return from church. And the fish said, weep not, dress and go to church. The rye will be husked. And so the maiden Helpful dresses. fish! I know. I love this story already. We, we are continuing the Vasilisa trend, though, of getting animals slash anthropomorphic dolls to do mm-hmm. your work for you. Yep. Helpful sidekicks in Helpful Russian sidekicks. fairy tales. They, that happens a lot in, in Russian fairy tales. Mm-hmm. I like it. Okay, so she dressed and went to Mass. Her mother did not recognize her. And toward the end of Mass, the girl went home. Very soon, her mother, too, came home also and said, Well, you ninny, did you husk the rye? So mean. You ninny. <laughs> you ninny. Uh, uh, I did, the daughter answered. What a beauty we saw at Mass, her mother went on. The priest neither chanted nor read, but he looked at her all the time. And just look at you, you ninny. See how you're dressed. <laughs> I don't know. Which is, I don't yeah. understand why she's being so mean to her younger daughter. Because she doesn't like her. I know, but <laughs> it's a fairy tale. The lie. <laughs> For the... I don't know, probably for the same reason all like mean fairy tale mothers don't like their younger child. It's not She's a, probably pretty it's not a and nice. right? No, it's her okay. mother. But that we we had this in um uh what uh, uh Toads and Diamonds. Mm-hmm. Where it it was the it was the biological mom for both kids, but the older one looked more like her. <laughs> so she Okay. Um, doted on her and and yeah anyway maybe that's why my mom likes me the best i think yeah, i look more go. like her you're the young well but Sorry, you're the Callie. younger daughter you're the younger daughter so it doesn't quite track it, that that but that had to have been true for callie <laughs> i'm totally kidding <laughs> anyway anyway so her mother is calling her a ninny and talking about how there was a very pretty girl at mass and then is making fun of how her daughter is dressed. I wasn't there, but I know all about it, answered the maiden. How could you know? asked her mother. And the next day, the mother dressed her elder daughter in her best clothes, went with her to mass. Two days in a row? Is that how? Is that, is that, a, is that a thing? I don't know. Normally I it's thought, like once a week, but maybe I thought this mass is like- was once a week. Maybe this is fairy tale time. Whatever. It's got to happen mass three is, days in a row. Mass is every day. Maybe mass is every day in like Orthodox Russian Christianity. I don't know. Maybe. I'm going to have to Google it later. 
Or Dustin will, and he'll send us his notes. <laughs> <laughs> so they go to mass again, and they left three measures of barley for the younger for the younger girl, saying, "While I pray to God, you husk the barley." So she went to mass, and her younger daughter went to fetch water at the well. And of course, she sits down at the edge and weeps. The fish swims to the surface and asks, "Why do you weep, lovely maiden? How can I help weeping?" The maiden answered, "My mother has dressed my sister in her best clothes and taken her to mass, and she left me at home and ordered me to husk three measures of barley before she returns from church." And the fish said, "Weep not. Dress and go to church after her. The barley will be husked." Are the fish doing all the work? They must be. Because Okay, I haven't turned the page yet. <laughs> I'm just imagining all this stuff getting super wet and soggy. <laughs> I feel like the fish probably shouldn't be doing this work. Maybe the fish are getting, because like, right? No, well, it's only one fish. Oh, it's just one fish. Okay, it's, it's the fish that she. It's the fish that the old man who has mysteriously disappeared from this story. <laughs> yeah, and there have been zero uh, golden slippers in it so far. Thus far, there have been so. no golden slippers. I think that the fish is an enchanted fish and maybe a prince in disguise. That's my prediction. <gasps> I haven't turned the page yet, though. So, okay. We'll see. I also love how the father is just gone now. Like, he yeah. just gives his daughters two fishes and then has <laughs> nothing to do with the rest <laughs> of the story. <laughs> well, bye. <laughs> Not my responsibility. <laughs> okay. So, the fish off the fish offers to, uh, husk the barley presumably and the maiden dresses goes to church and began to pray to god the priest neither chanted nor read but looked at her all the time now that day it just so happened the king's son was attending mass what (laughs) 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 and our beautiful maiden pleased him tremendously and he wanted to know whose daughter she was And to marry her right away. (laughs) And to marry her straight away, probably. (laughs) He takes a note from the Cinderella's Prince playbook, and he takes some pitch and throws it under her golden slipper. Oh, goodness. The slipper remained when the girl went home. I will marry her whose slipper this is, says the young (laughs) prince. (laughs) Soon the woman, too, came home. What a beauty was there, she said. My own daughter that I don't recognize because she just washed her face and put on some clean clothes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really different look for her. It's so wildly different. I had no, I thought she was super pretty, but. <laughs> uh, so this is just like a shortened version of Cinderella. It's a very short Cinderella. Gotcha. The priest neither chanted nor read, but all the time looked at her and just look at you. What a tatterdemalion you are. <laughs> I love that. I need to incorporate that into my vocabulary. (laughs) That's not what I was thinking when you said ninny. You ninny. (laughs) You ninny. (laughs) In the meantime, the prince was traveling from one district to another, seeking the maiden who had lost her slipper, but he couldn't find anyone whom it fitted. Probably because she is the daintiest lassie in all the land with the teeniest, (laughs) tiniest, most precious feet. Mm -hmm. He came to the old woman and said, call your young daughter hither. I want to see whether the slipper fits her. Oh, my daughter will dirty the slipper, answered the old woman. The maiden came and the king's son tries the slipper on her. And it fits. He married her and they lived happily and prospered. Oh, and now here is the best part, Kelsey. (laughs) Our favorite part of any fairy tale. I drank beer at their wedding. 
Oh, uh, that was going to be one of my predictions. <laughs> you should have done that. Should have done it. It ran down my lips, but never went into my mouth. I was given a flowing robe to wear, but a raven flew over me and called, flowing robe, flowing robe. And I thought he was crying, throw the robe. So I threw it away. (laughs) What the fuck? I asked for a cap, but received a slap. I was given red slippers, but the raven flew over me and caught red slippers, red slippers. And I thought he was crying, robbed slippers, threw I, so I threw them away. The end. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that was a whole separate story itself. Oh, my God. I love <laughs> it so much. I'm so happy that that was the end of the story. It was better than the story itself. <laughs> I want to know more about the fish. Does it matter? The fish was like the fairy godmother, basically. Yeah. And that, I think, is an excellent fix for this story is <laughs> I'm going to I, I want the fish to have been in it more and for the mythology of the fish to have been deepened a little bit. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think that would make for a much better story. Yeah. How was the fish husking the barley? <laughs> what if the fish like did that like fairy godmother thing where like all the magic goes around it and then it like has like a little dress and wings but still a fish head yes yes nice (laughs) fishy godmother (laughs) so weird what a weird little story um i I love the ending i love when i end like that (laughs) the ending is peak (laughs) the ending is exactly what i love about them because it's like i was there and it sucked And it ran down my mustache and not into my mouth. And none of it got in my mouth and I got fine clothes, but I was kept giving it to a raven who flew overhead. (laughs) So so good. And then someone slapped me. (laughs) (laughs) As they should. So all in all, it rather blew the end. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Amazing. Okay. Well, there you go. That was the golden slipper. Thank you for telling me that was a wild ride. Uh, It was very nothing up until (laughs) the end. So that is one of the reasons it's always hard to find a story from that Russian fairy tale book Uh (laughs) that that I want to read to you because I'm like, okay, it's basically Cinderella with a fish. Yes, like with a fish instead of a fairy godmother. But it doesn't have as much detail, so it's kind of boring. (laughs) (laughs) this one was about like a girl who really wanted to go to church and and let a fish husker and let a fish barley and and rise yes so i want to know more about that there we go (laughs) i wanted the mom to come back and be all mad that the bread was like soaked (laughs) i don't know that girl sounds like she has some sort of mental illness talking to fish yep she's hearing voices it's (laughs) She needs a little, she needs some therapy, perhaps. <laughs> Maybe she needed to go to church. Maybe she did need to go to church. <laughs> uh, that's the, that, that girl really needs to hit the confession booth right now <laughs> because she is hearing whispers from the devil. <gasps> that would have been an amazing that's story. A good what if the st- fish I, you know had what? been Never the mind. devil instead? That's the new fix. It's actually a story about demonic possession. Okay, but the but the devil wouldn't have offered to do her chores to let her go to church. So there's something there. We'll workshop it. We'll workshop it. We'll workshop it. We'll 
That was such a stupid one. Okay, I liked it. it was to it was to get it was to make sure that she caught the prince's eye. Oh, or the, the priest couldn't stop looking at her. It was to tempt the priest and the priest <gasps> into sin. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a little weird. Like, yeah, that was creepy. That was really creepy. I didn't understand yeah. that part at all. I was like, that doesn't sound like a good thing. I don't know. Like, oh, the pre the priest couldn't stop staring at her. Uh, that's. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Happy New Year. Okay. Happy New Year. Okay. <laughs> None of us got points, right? No, because she lost her shoe, but it wasn't in the woods. I said in the woods. It was not. And it and wasn't she a magical. Was not a royal lassie. Slipper. The, slippers, the slipper was barely in it. It should have been the talking fish. It should have been the fishy godmother. <laughs> the fishy godmother. And it gets its own song. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Sorry. I want yes. a fish to talk to me. I want more talking fish in fairy tales. I really did like that. I liked it instead of like being a talking mouse. Because mm-hmm. I love, no, I think it was kind I, of I love magical. Fish, fish are kind of one of my favorite things mm-hmm. of all time. I love fish. You're a fish person and a bird person. I like mice too, though. I just, I just like them all. I just. You're a regular Disney princess over there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So for this randomized reading, I decided to go with good old Ruth Manning Sanders. Yay! And it's from a book that I haven't read from yet, from our beloved Chris Otto, who has donated uh, several Ruth Manning Sanders books to us. He's just the greatest. Patron saint of our podcast. We love Mm -hmm. you so much. All hail Chris Otto. And it is a book of sorcerers and spells. Yes! Yes! This is a book that is out of print. I don't think this is one of the ones that Mad Media is bringing back. Not yet, anyway. Yeah, not yet. But it does have stories uh, that are in other books from Ruth Manning Sanders. And I was looking through them, and I don't think I know any of these stories. So Perfect. So I am really stoked to tell you one of these that I have never read. So I'm going to just kind of do the same thing I usually do, flip the pages like... It's a card oh. trick. Wait, I'm not doing it yet. <laughs> I got excited. <laughs> I'm explaining to our listeners how it's working. <laughs> I flip the pages like it's a like it's a card trick. Like pick a card, any card, and then I read that story. Okay. Okay. Ready? Yes. Stop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it is called the Sleeper. The Sleeper. It's from Ireland. Ireland, and it's from. Th- uh, the Book of Sorcerers and Spells, or? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, A Book of Sorcerers and Spells from Ireland. From Ireland. And it is a little bit, it's it's medium long length, I'd say. Yeah. These the are smaller Ruth pages. The Sanders ones are, yeah, longish. But yours was pretty short, I think. M- mine was super short. <laughs> <laughs> mine was like six paragraphs. Um, so I'll start redemption time because we, we both got zero points in that last... <laughs> <laughs> that was so close. In that last round. <laughs> I'm going to predict that there are fairies in it. Okay. Nice. I feel like it's a little cheap to keep predicting that there's going to be an angry landlord in Irish fairy tales. Because <laughs> it's just so likely. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Go for it. Take a freebie if you want. <laughs> <laughs> there probably won't be one if I predict that. The, ch- the story is just going to change. The, the words on the page the words are going to shift page. <laughs> as soon as I predict that. 
Yeah. Okay. So the sleeper is a sleeping person from a curse. Okay. Uh, there's a helpful fish. No. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> so such a weird one. I'm going to predict that there are three siblings in this story that are important to the story. Excellent. All right, let's hear it. What are your predictions for this leaper? I predict that the 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 protagonist runs afoul of a fairy sorcerer. Okay. So I guess that means I'm predicting that there is a fairy sorcerer in it. And uh, I predict that the sleeper is not the protagonist. Okay. Awesome. Let's do this. All right. Let's do it. I'm so, so excited. excited. <laughs> Once upon a time, there lived in Ireland a poor widow who had three daughters. Nice. Bing, bing, bing. Boom. boom. Points for Kelsey. <laughs> The two elder were vain, selfish hussies mm-hmm. whom we needn't give names to. No. <laughs> <laughs> I love that it just comes right out with it. I love uh, that. They too. don't need a name. Ruth Manning Sanders just gets it. But the youngest was a brave, kind little maiden called Bridget. Aw. Yeah, I know. It's cute. One day, the eldest girl said, I'll be hanged if I stop home to live in this poor way a day longer. Mother, bake me a cake for I'm off to seek my fortune. So the widow baked a cake, and when it was ready, she said to the girl, Will you have half the cake with my blessing or the whole cake without my blessing? <gasps> Interesting. Takes alive. For what do you take me? Says the girl. The whole cake, of course, and that's little enough. <laughs> well, the girl gets the whole of the cake, and off she goes, walking, walking. And by and by, she's tired and hungry and sits down by the wayside to eat her cake. There comes an old beggar woman holding out her hand, asking for a bite. Be off with you, you old baggage, says the girl. It's scarce enough I have for myself. And she kicks out with her foot and surprised she is indeed when the old beggar woman vanishes. (gasps) Yes! Fairy sorceress! Fairy sorceress! Maybe. After a bit, on goes the girl, walking, walking, and comes at twilight to a fine, great house and knocks at the door, rat-tap, asking for lodging. Yes, says the noble lady of the house, you shall have lodging, and more than lodging, you shall have a spade full of gold and a shovel Uh, full of silver. uh, uh, uh. If you'll sit this night and watch by my son's bed, he lies under the spell of a witch and sleeps and sleeps. I love it. Go on. Sorry, I'm still talking. (laughs) (laughs) He lies under the spell of a witch and sleeps and sleeps, but wake he must one time or another. And when he wakes, there's something to do for him that only a maiden can do. You're sure the girl would have done more than sit up all night for a spadeful of gold and a shovel full of silver. I know that's pretty generous. Me too. I do a lot for a spadeful of gold. Especially just watch a kid sleeping Mm -hmm. at night. Sure. Yeah. So she agreed to watch, and the noble lady took her to a room where the young lord lay sleeping. The lord was handsome as you please, and the bed he lay on was none other than gold, with covers of silk and satin. There was a fire in the room and a chair by the fire, and a table by the chair with two silver dishes on it. Nuts in one dish, apples in the other, and on a mat in front of the fire, a little brown dog and a little white cat were playing together. Which is cute. Mm. 
Okay. So the girl sat down on the chair by the fire, and the noble lady went away and left her to watching. Well, the time passed. The girl ate an apple or two and cracked some nuts and kicked the little dog and smacked <gasps> the little cat when they came too near her feet in their playing. Which Okay, well, I hate her, and she <laughs> deserves whatever is going to happen to her. This is why she doesn't get a name. Yeah. She really doesn't deserve one. Because <laughs> she's awful. She's a dog and cat kicker. Mm-hmm. A clock on the wall went tick-tock, tick-tock, and as much as the girl could do to keep her eyes open, after her long walk and all, but keep them open she did, thinking of that spade full of gold and that shovel full of silver, and planning what she would do with the gold and silver, and now and then casting a sidelong look on the, on the young lord, who slept and slept and never stirred, till the clock on the wall struck midnight. And then, all of a sudden, the young lord opened his eyes, got up from the bed, and came to stand at the side of the girl. I don't know why, it's like kind of creepy to me. All alone, fair maid. Oh, that is creepy. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I tell you, the girl was frightened that she couldn't say a word, for there was something wild and strange in the young lord's look. The fair took her breath away. She got a grip of the chair with her one hand and put the other hand before her face and sat and shivered. All alone, fair maid, he said again. And again, she didn't answer. All alone, fair maid says he for the third time. No, she didn't answer even then, but she just peeked at him from under her hand, and my word, his look was so grim and ghost-like that she made a jump to run out of the room, but he gave her a tap with a cane that was leaning against the bed head, and she turned into a gray flagstone and sank down into the floor. Well, now. That's what you fucking deserve. (laughs) It's what you fucking deserve. You deserve to be a piece of flooring beneath everybody else's boots, you bitch. (laughs) Well, now, a week or two later, the widow's second daughter said she would also away to seek her fortune. So she told her mother to bake her a cake, and rather than take half the cake with her mother's blessing, she took the whole cake without a blessing and set off walking on a fine, bright morning. And not to weary you, it happened to this girl as it had happened to the other girl, for the second had no more manners and no more sense than the first, and she also ended up as as a gray flagstone on the young lord's bedroom floor. I appreciate the courtesy of the story saying, not not here to bore you, it, happened yeah. exa- it happens exactly the same way. Uh-huh, I love that she just like cut it short. She's just like, yeah, the same thing happened. Yeah, the same thing happens. She's <laughs> also a mannerless cur, so... <sighs> Now, there's only the youngest girl, Bridget, left at home. And Bridget thinks she'd best be off and see what's become of her sisters. Aww. Aww. So she asks her mother to bake her a cake for the journey. And when her mother says, will you have half the cake with my blessing or hold the whole cake without eating it? What do you think Bridget says? Um, she says, I'll take half the cake. Thank you. And your blessing. <laughs> your blessing is the other half of the things that I need to make my way in the wider world, Mom. <laughs> you are absolutely right. Bridget says, your blessing first and whatever you choose to give me after it. For without Ooh. your blessing, little mother, I won't set foot out of the house. That is the answer. Ah, <laughs> oh, sweetest girl. That's very sweet. So she gets her mother's blessing and half the cake, and off she goes, walking, walking, and by and by, sits down by the wayside to rest a bit and eat her cake. 
Then comes the old beggar woman, whining that she's hungry and asking for a bite. Bridget laughs and says, It's lucky you came when you did. Five minutes more and I'd have eaten every crumb. But now, take what's left. Because she's Mm. the sweetest. Because she's sweet. And she gave the old woman what she had left of the cake, and that was the biggest half of the half. The old woman gobbled it up and smacked her lips and chuckled a bit and said, Now you go on your way, dearie, and I go mine. But maybe we shall meet again. And in the meantime, here's a bit of advice for you to be going on with. Answer when you're spoken to. Do what you are dared to do. Once on the track, never turn back. Ooh, that literally gave me a little shiver as I am very excited mm-hmm. about this. <laughs> and should you find yourself in a fix and not know which way to turn to help yourself, maybe that will be the very moment when an old, ugly body may thank you for the cake. And don't you believe, says she, wagging her finger at Bridget, that because the body's old and ugly, a body doesn't know what she's talking about. wonderful i love it then before bridget had time to say anything the old woman vanished and bridget got up and walked on feeling a bit scared and yet proud because she now knew that she'd met with a fairy Mm -hmm. and that's something that doesn't happen to anybody very often (gasps) i love that so much (laughs) fairies are the best i love irish fairy tales they make me so happy Me too. On with her then, walking, walking, and coming at evening to the same fine great house and knocking at the door, rat-tat, and asking if she might do some service for a night's lodging, and being told, just as her sisters had been told, that she would get a spade full of gold and a shovel full of silver if she'd watch the young lord's room for the night. So now there's Bridget, seated like her sisters before her, by the fire in the young lord's room, with the apples and nuts and the two silver dishes on the table by her side, and the cat and the dog playing together on the mat, the clock on the wall going tick-tock, tick-tock, and the young lord fast asleep under the silken covers on the golden bed. Tick-tock, tick-tock. Bridget helped herself to an apple and cracked a nut or two. Tick-tock, tick-tock. She patted the little dog and stroked the little cat. Tick-tock, tick-tock. She glanced around at the sleeper on the bed and thought how very handsome he was and pitied him with all her heart for being under a spell. Aww. And wondered what, if anything, would wake him. Tick-tock, tick-tock. Now the clock struck midnight, and all of a sudden the the young lord opened his eyes, got up from the bed, and came to stand at Bridget's side. Mm -hmm. All alone, fair maid? It's no use to say Bridget wasn't scared, because she was, but she remembered the advice of the old fairy, answer when you're spoken to, and she spoke up bravely. All alone, I am not. I have little dog, bounce, and pussy, my cat. Aww. I have apples to roast and nuts to crack, and all alone, I am not. That's so cute! I want to know if she just named the dog and the cat, like, right she then and there. She to name them. Well, she only <laughs> gave the dog a name. No, Pussy, my cat. Pussy capitalized? That was the name. (laughs) The name was Pussy. Pussy. (laughs) Uh, Bouncing Pussy. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Ho, ho, says the young lord. You are a brave lass, but not brave enough, I'll warrant, to follow me. I am now going to cross the quaking bog and go through the burning forest. I must then enter the cave of terror and climb the mountain of glass. 
ah, and drop from atop that mountain into the Dead Sea. And through all of these perils, I dare you to follow me, says he, giving her such a wild look out of his shining eyes as made her heart beat faster than it should. But she remembered the old fairy's advice. Do what you are dared to do. And she answered, I'm engaged to watch over you. And so I must go where you go. Oh, she's so brave. I love her. Yeah, she's so amazing. This is giving me very John and his brothers kind of like adventure. Definitely going to rescue her sisters, who I believe will not be half so grateful. But scared and more scared she was when he gave her a scowling look and sprang out of the window. All the same, she sprang out after him and away they go. He kind of gliding and she scampering over fields and through woods till they came to a range of great hills that shone green in the moonlight. Then said he, open, open green hills and let the light of the green hills through. Yes, says Bridget, and let the maiden follow too. And the (laughs) green hills opened and they both went through. And now they were standing on the edge of the great bog with no way around it. The young lord stepped onto the shaky bits of moss and sod and went walking over them as if he had no weight at all. And there was Bridget at a stand, looking after him and wondering however she was to get across. When all of a sudden, the old fairy was at her side. Yay! The old Sorry. fairy, t- you know, <laughs> the old fairy touched Bridget's shoes with her stick, and the soles of them widened out like blown-up bladders on each side. I'm a little surprised that this is where the fairy comes in. I thought the fairy was going to come in at the eleventh hour, like at the very end of the. I trip. guess, but I like that she's right. giving her like shoes to walk on the water. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> now off with you, says the old fairy, giving Bridget a poke in the back. <laughs> So off went Bridget between a slide and a bounce over the bog, easy as you please. And when she got to the other side, the soles of her shoes shrank in their proper size again. Then she caught sight of the young lord just entering a forest. But, oh dear me, the trees of that forest were all on fire, and the smoke and the flames were being carried by the wind to coil about Bridget's head. And what to do now, she couldn't think. But suddenly, a thick, damp cloth was dropped over her head, and the old fairy's voice was in her ear. Once on the track, never turn back. Oh. (laughs) So through the flames, Bridget went, and never a hair on her head was singed. Now, when she was safe through the burning forest, but she hadn't done more than half of the things she must do, if she was to keep the young lord in sight, for beyond the burning forest was the Cave of Terror— And the young lord went into that cave with Bridget after him. I tell you, that cave was echoing with such screams and yells and roarings and howlings that would have deafened the girl for life if the old fairy hadn't stopped up her ears with wax. Oh, so helpful. All for a bit of cake. So then she was spared to the sounds, but she still had to endure the sights. The faces of demons grinning out of a curl of blue smoke and giant hands moving about with no arms or bodies fast to them. Cave of terrors indeed. Mm -hmm. And those hands making clutches at her and fiery serpents that went gliding through the air as if they were on firm ground and swords clashing around her head and monstrous jaws with snapping teeth appearing on the cave floor just where she was going to tread. Indeed, her heart all befailed her, but since now to turn back would be as bad as to go on, 
Go on, she did, and at last came through the cave of terror into the moonlight. So brave. <laughs> and there is a there's an illustration. Yeah, yeah. It is very um a very Robin Jacques illustration. Is there a dragon very, there? Yeah. Is well, it a- I think it's it's a serpent. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the did it do it dirty? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> the serpents are very goofy looking. Uh, he just didn't know how to do a dragon. He I love his drawings. They're just very like quirky. And it's like it's really creepy though. It's also like actual mouths. Mhm. On the floor. Ew. So, yeah. It's not like scary mouths. It's just like regular human mouths with like round teeth. On the floor. Which is worse for some reason. Absolutely. Okay. So, she's gone through the, the cave of terror. She's now out standing in the moonlight. And there now, shining silver in the moonlight, rose the mountain of glass with sides as steep as a house wall. The young lord was going up the mountain like a fly on a window pane, but when Bridget saw to follow him, it was one step forward and two steps back, and slipping and sliding and landing at the bottom again in a heap. Mm. There's, I don't know, there's always a glass mountain in these, you know, on these big, like, incredible journey style mm-hmm. stories. I like I it. love this world building. It's so yeah. fun, like, going through all of the different places. Mm-hmm. I love it. But yeah, the Mountain of Glass is a really popular one. So then came the old fairy and gave Bridget's shoe soles a tap with her stick and made those shoe soles so gummy that she got up from the bottom (laughs) to the top of the mountain almost as easily as the young lord himself. So there they were standing side by side on a mountain peak and half the mile below them was the deep, dark sea. The young lord turned to Bridget and said, go home, my lady mother, tell her how far you came at her bidding. Now farewell. And with that, he gave a spring and down with him, head foremost, into the sea. Well, what do you think? Bridget gave a leap and after him. And that <gasps> was, and that is more than I would have done, or perhaps you. <laughs> but she was all worked up to dare anything. And the next thing she knew, she was going down, down, down through clear green water until bump. There she was below the sea, sitting in a beautiful meadow with the young lord sitting beside her, her head resting against his arm and the sea like a green sky above them. She would have spoken then, but he held up a finger and said, hush. So she stayed quiet and by and by she fell asleep. Oh, I love this so much. For how long she slept, I can't tell you. But when she woke, she was back in the noble lady's fine, great house, lying in bed with the lady and the young lord sitting beside her. The noble lady was thanking her with tears running down her cheeks, telling her what a brave girl she was and how the witch's spell was now broken and how the young lord was only waiting his chance to marry her. That is, if Bridget was agreeable. Yes, I love this story. A plus story. (laughs) Yes. That's a first. That's a first. (laughs) But Bridget said that first she must find her sisters because that is what she had left home to do. So now, if she might crave a little food to carry with her, she would set out on her journey again, and when she found her sisters, it would be time enough to think about marrying. She's such a smart, brave, beautiful girl. Oh, Oh, I love Bridget. (laughs) Me too. The young lord laughed and told her that her journey should be a very short one, and he took her into the room with the golden bed where she had sat and watched over him. Then, with his cane, he struck two gray flagstones, and they rose up from the floor and turned into the two sisters. 
the insolent things began shouting and scolding, say, <laughs> say, saying that it was an unfair job and that they'd been badly treated. Well, but the young lord only <laughs> laughed the more. <laughs> so then the noble lady said they should have their rewards, though they hadn't really earned them, and she gave them each a spadeful of gold and a shovelful of silver and sent them home. But Bridget stayed in the noble lady's house to prepare for her wedding with the young lord. The sisters sulked and wouldn't come to the wedding, but Bridget's mother came, and so did the fairy, not in the guise of an old baker woman now, but all beautiful and shining. The noble lady took Bridget's mother to live with her in the fine great house. <gasps> Yay! The fairy gave Bridget and the young lord her blessing and promised that they should live happily ever after. And did they live happily? May we live happily also. The end. That story was so good. It was. That was a sweet one. Oh, I love the end. I love the end of that. Of like, and hap- they like they lived. They did live happily, and I and so should we. And I also, I mean, I don't necessarily think it's right that the sisters like got their reward, but I think that's funny. Like, like, and they got uh- sent home. <laughs> I guess it was an unfair task, and I am feeling generous, so <laughs> here you go. <laughs> like it was a, just a very happy, positive story. Nobody died horribly, so mm-hmm. which was my prediction in the first one, not this one, but that, still. <laughs> that was your – yeah, no, it wasn't on this one. This – that was so cute. Uh, and I got three whole points. You did? All my predictions came true. There were fairies. The sleeper mm-hmm. was a sleeping person from a curse, and there were three yep. siblings. Oh, there you go. Yes, that's all three for you. I think that's just Ooh. one for me. You got the protagonist run of, runs a foul fairy sorcerer, which was true. There is a fairy sorcerer, which was true, and the sleep. No, you got three too. I got. I think. I, no, I got two because runs a foul is it's a negative thing. It's bad. <laughs> I know. Oh, wait. The protagonist runs a foul. The protagonist oh, runs right. a foul of a fairy sorcerer. It means like the protagonist probably gets cursed or something. No, I was thinking the sisters ran. Oh, yeah. Like, the they sisters. certainly ran a foul of the yeah, fairy yeah. sorceress. But <laughs> but two for me, three for you. Not bad. We were both very cl- like tuned in to this story. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, Ruth Manning Sanders is always always the best so good i also i love uh i love these um magic adventure stories mm-hmm. yeah and i also i love like the old woman poking her in the back with her cane of like get on get on now like <laughs> yeah so cute but also being very very helpful the whole way through yeah so helpful uh and um i love that this like this lassie is just super brave she was in it to win it mm-hmm yeah, I don't have any fixes for that story nope. at all. Not me either. That was perfect. Right down to um, an explanation for why only one character has a name. Yeah. And uh, really and cute. then the bit at the end <laughs> where she's like, my son will marry you if you're into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if she's agreeable. That was a nice antidote to kind of like the one that I read. <laughs> Which is just kind uh, of, eh, nothing. It was, you know, just, it was missing a few parts, I think. Definitely. So, two stories down. That means that that is going to be it from Kelsey and I today. So, thank you once again so much for listening to Fairy Tale Fix. If you enjoy the show, 
drop us a subscribe and leave a review on Apple, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, wherever they'll allow you to leave a review. It really does help people decide if they want to give us a try. And the mysterious algorithm that governs those things (laughs) may take greater note of us. So we would very much appreciate that. Uh, If you want to support us in other ways, you can get extra episodes, merch books, and other bonus content on our Patreon. You can sign up at fairytalefix.cash. And you can also just follow us on Twitter and Instagram at FairytaleFixPod. We tend to post a lot of really amazing art that re- from just kind of different uh, indie artists on Instagram that showcase the stories that we told. So it's a fun follow, and I highly recommend that you do that. And beyond that, uh, email us your favorite fairy tales, folklore, nursery rhymes, and other such things at info at FairytaleFixPod.com. And so the fish got a bit more play in the story of the Golden Slipper, either as a old helpful witch or Satan himself attempting to seduce a priest into sin. Just <laughs> something, anything the about fishy the fish godmother. The fi- in the fishy godmother. <laughs> 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 and the sleeper was perfect so yeah and Ruth no Manning Sanders just uh, went on to write more and more fairy tales and never ever stopped would be Couldn't, my fix <laughs> oh my god could not imagine a better fix for just life in general and the world mm-hmm. <laughs> all the best stories <laughs> all the best stories come from Ruth Manning Sanders bless her and may we all live happily ever, ever after. after the, the end, end.